Hello and welcome to episode one of the podcast, I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson and I'm from Fine Surveyors and today I've, I've been interviewing Jenny from Be Fearless. I hope you enjoy her journey as much as I did. Now, <laughs> oh that's so good, right, okay. Better. Sorry everybody, take two. Sorry about this, yeah. So I was just asking you, be fearless such a good name what made you pick that name um i think fear for everybody holds you back fear of failure fear of um what other people might think uh fear of the unknown and and it's just one of those things i think really holds people back in their lives um or taking chances moving forward and things because fear just kicks in so i thought well be fearless um and you know you don't we're always going to have an element of fear, but if we could just be that little bit less fearful of Sorry, things, I'm then we can actually move forward. So yeah, be fearless is just come out of the fact that, you know, fear holds us back. Let's see what we can do to try and overcome some of those fears. So true. Oh, thanks, love the name, thank you. Oh, Marina, I do too. And I always wondered whether or not it was that. Knowing Jen, I suspected that's exactly where it came from. Yeah. And it's so interesting <laughs> because I'm... You, you've known me for a very long time and I'm yeah. not the type of person that's scared of anything. No. So I always find fears so... in Oh, except frogs, obviously. Frogs, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows my fear of frogs. But I find it so interesting when there's... People have fears, like... Um, uh, my daughter up until she well you know terribly in your house yeah. but she had a terrible fear of dogs thankfully yeah. that subsided now but i couldn't get into my head where that fear came from even though i am exactly the same with frogs i couldn't yeah. understand the psychology of somebody else's fear so it's, yeah. that fascinates me completely it's about overcoming me. it once you understand where it's come from and where you're generating it from use tools that you can do use to overcome these things so you know i obviously do mindfulness but i also do like hypnosis and time therapy and things oh you do unlock, yeah to unlock all of this for people and you know just to see where does this fear come from and it's really interesting because harris is five and he's starting to form fears really uh, and quite irrational fears sometimes well yeah. to us they are but once yeah. you start understanding how the brain works and how it's starting to process things and how it's your amygdala, you know, fight, fight, free, uh, freeze, that's kicking off and generating these fears, you can start putting mechanisms in place to overcome them. But yeah, be fearless is all around. Let's just see what we can do to, to not... How does that feel? Does that feel, oh, hi, Gels, good to see you. Oh, hi, Claire. Andrew, you're back. Jolene, good to see you. Oh, Joelle, sorry, not Jolene, sorry. That just comes from my sister <laughs> singing that at my wedding. Yeah, don't Jen, we'll tell that story later. Don't Horrific. Don't Teresa, if you're watching, don't sing again. It was awful. Um, so what's the future plans for the business? Tell me more. Uh, the future plans, obviously, I'm going to carry on doing um, the mindfulness training because I, it's really at the heart of um, Be Fearless for me. So we were doing adult courses. A lot of people are saying to me, I'm a single mum, I can't get out in the evening, so we've been doing some online live courses. Oh, uh, that'd be brilliant. Really, really concentrating the parents and children courses and combined family stuff. But um, we're going to look at um, what's your vision for 2020. So I'm going to do um, some free courses in December. And it's about getting people's visions um, correct. Because yeah. we come to New Year and we're all like, oh, yeah, I've set this goal, set this goal. And you're like, well, why? What's your vision for your future? 
what's your drive, what's your values, how you're going to get there. And it's things and understanding these things that prevent you reaching your goals. So we're going to concentrate on that. And then I'm going to have um, a closed Facebook group where we'll do group coaching through the 12 months, make sure you reach your goals and do some live events where people can come to um, like retreat days and things like that which is uh, quite exciting. I'm quite looking forward oh, to that. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. It's just because, Sign me up. Um, yeah, people just don't... They, they go, oh, it's New Year, I must lose weight, I must do this, I must do that, I must do... Then it gets to, like, this time of year now, and they're like, oh, no, I haven't done any of that. But it's not because you... You might not even even wanted that goal. The way I sometimes describe it is, we go with the flow, we go to society, and you go, right, there's a building, there's a ladder, and I'll climb it. And then you get to the top of the ladder in this building, you go, I don't even want to be here, why am I here? That's this so... This wasn't my building, this wasn't my ladder. That's so how so many corporate people get to. Yeah. I'm finding... I don't know if you're... Because we're similar ages, yeah. and I don't know if you're finding that, that maybe it's our age now. Oh, hi, Lizzie, thank you for the love. Um, it's Maybe it's our age now where you just get to somewhere and you go... Yeah. This isn't where I want to be because it's similar with fine surveyors yeah. for me. I've been um, helping um, the yeah. government and landlords for such a long time yeah. that I've found now that it's the smaller businesses that inspire me. They're the ones that I want to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's, and it's, yeah. A, yeah, it's, it's age. It's maturity. Yeah. I've just got to that stage where actually the thing that, that sparks my heart is helping women yeah. in business you yeah. know get onto that ladder yeah and it, it's like i think we all get into this hamster wheel so you become a certain age get married kids this that and you get into this hamster wheel and then corporate will you even more so yeah. and you just sort of like a bit like sheep and yeah. you go and we set goals around that and then actually when you get a moment's pause this is where it happens for me in my mindfulness practice on a retreat in my mindfulness practice on retreat i needed to, to teach um and i was like hang on a minute I don't want this. When I'd got on um, fast track promotion at work, and I'm like, I, I really don't want this. This isn't what my drive is. When you start looking at what your values are, what your drives are, why you do what you do, then you can set goals around that, and they become easier yeah. because you're not you're not moving away from something. Usually, we go, I want to lose weight, so you start losing a few pounds, and then you're like, yeah, and then you go backwards and you just yo-yo it because you're moving away from something you need to move towards something i've got a great a lifetime i've got like a that. great girl that i'm gonna introduce you to yeah. anna who's who wrote a book called stretched Anna, i'll tag yeah. you in this later and she did the best one of those facebook meme things where it was yeah. a fat girl in the front of a mirror saying this isn't where I want to be and a thin girl in front of the mirror saying exactly the same thing yeah, yeah. you know you, you yeah. set you, you set your mind at something that's just so irrelevant so important you're never going to get yeah. there because that's not so, what you really yeah. want yeah so, that, so the, 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 next, the, the big next bit the next bit for me because obviously concentrate quite a lot on the mindfulness stuff because I've worked with all part of the parliamentary group and getting it into public sector because that's where I come from uh, and get mindfulness out there for first responders and things like that I'm now going to look at, you know, let's make sure we've got our goals and visions right for going forward into 2020. So that'll be the next sort of big thing, I suppose. For Well, let's talk about where you've come from, because obviously I know ah. the story, but tell everyone yeah. else how right. you've got here. Sorry, this is moved. Um, right, so I am a detective inspector in the police. I work in child protection. And how did I get to here was because uh, mindfulness stumbled across it 
brought it into work, brought it into policing, into my fourth and three forces, and um, we've just launched a national project. So I've created an online course which is available to all police officers, police staff in the force. And the study and the outcome of that will be launched in November. Uh, it looks really good, really successful, which is great. So um, as part of that, I've been working with the government and Oxford and Bangor University and different things like that. Then I know that, you know, I've been in police in 16 years and um, we don't have the same pensions and different things like that. There's no thing there. I still love my job. I still love helping people, but there's a shelf life for me. And the reason that I'm doing Be Fearless and things like that is because I actually want to help people and I joined policing to help people. But when you get to a certain rank, you just become a bit more paperwork yeah. um, driven. And I don't really see people. I don't really interact with people that much. Um, and I want to be back out there front facing, actually helping people, actually transforming them. Um, so that's why I suppose I'm moving away from policing and into something like this. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's all generated from that because because policing's tough and I've coached people. I've um, been there through lots of different things and I learned all these t- tools and skill sets and things like that. And I just want to share them with people and whatever industry, because it's not unique. Like yeah. every um, job is pressurised. Really Did you say that you were going to roll it out to other forces, um, not forces, um, response? Responders. Yeah, so... Um, First responders, what, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, so, so what I've done is, um, everything I've done in policing, I've gifted to policing. Okay. It's, um, I haven't charged them or anything, I've, I've gifted it. It's my almost my parting gift, I suppose, because I will leave policing at some point. Um, in terms of other first responders, like fire service, ambulance, and different things like that, um, we'll be looking at what we can do for them. It will probably get shared with fire services, although this program is quite unique to policing, but it can uh, it can be shared. Uh, and other governments, so I'm speaking in Australia and Estonia and Iceland. Wow! Uh, because we both love Iceland, like, so yeah, good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They're also um, carbon footprints, so they're like, yeah, we're not going to fly you in for it, we're just going to do it live, <laughs> like, um, which is fine. Um, but yeah, it's, it's. I'll pay for us to go, and we'll go to the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, it's gorgeous. There. But yeah, um, I think it's just what will come out of the public sector will come out of the public sector. I will always yeah. be there to assist the public sector, um, because once you've worked in there, you, I don't think you can really truly escape it. Uh, I'll put you in touch with my girl Joe in the ambulance force because I know that she would eat this yeah. up. Eat it's this a thing up. I'm in contact with a little bit because um, because they're really struggling. Yeah. So East well, England ambulance are really interested, but hundred percent for their first study. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think anything that can help anybody. Mindfulness isn't for everybody. Coaching isn't for everybody. No. But if it can help one, two people, then that's that's all. But that's the same as saying that meditating and running isn't for anybody. It's the way that that I don't kill people, but it's not the way that other people don't. And it's not yeah. to say that mindfulness wouldn't be amazing for me because I really think it would. You know, listening to you, I, all yeah. of those things resonate with me. But but I totally understand that those things aren't for everyone. So do you ever think that you would open up your own kind of therapy centre or your own retreat or anything like that? Is that kind of an aim? I would love to. Um, I'd love to have like more of a retreat setting. So, you know, um, places that families could come to because I really enjoy working with families because often we get such conflict with our children. Yes. (laughs) uh, Yes. (laughs) If you watch a previous video, you will see a huge conflict with my children. Yeah, and, and it's natural, those things happen, but um, so I would really love to, like, almost more like a 
campsite retreats or glampings or something. Wow, I'd love that. Um, but yeah, it's like, I wouldn't even know how, where to begin with that, but I suppose that's why I've got you. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so that, that would be the ultimate. Running retreats for um, families, for children, for women and different things like that. Anybody, really, um, that would be interested in retreat. But I find that targeting and put, I only work with small groups. My group at the minute is 10, could add more on it, but 10 is a good number for me to fully support these people. Yeah. So, you know, small retreats like that um, would be fantastic, yeah. How do you find your demographic? Because it's for me in my head, but that's because I am a woman. For me in my head, I think that women think more things about this. Is there now a turn that men are getting into this too? Yeah, I've got, well, so with um, Inflisa and people like, you never sell it to the men, never sell it to the men. And I had loads of firearms, men, dogs, different handlers and different things like that come on. And in my current course, I've got one man. And in my last few courses, I've always had like one or two men. Yeah. I think people are opening up to it. For me, I'd love to do a target even um, men's um, class or approach because um, mental health in men and male suicide rates yeah. are so high. And as a mum of a boy, I'm like, I have to do something. So I would love to do something a bit more male orientated and targeted. Um, our men are still maybe a bit more, mm, you know, a bit of this is, my emphasis in hippie. Um, when I was doing it in policing, it's called Mind Fit Cop. It's about yeah. the fitness of the mind. And uh, so when people actually, when I talk to them about, like, this isn't airy furry, it isn't hippie. It's about you retraining your, your brain. It's a really yeah. powerful thing. So once we get over that hurdle, I think, yeah, and it'd be lovely to do sort of more male targeted with the mental health issues and people not talking about it and male suicide rates. It'd be an awesome thing to do. Yeah, it's terrifying. I mean, I look at the studies. I'm, I, I have two girls and, you know, it, it's a constant thing that we talk about at home. But, you know, even... You know, my ex-husband. I had. I did a video about my ex-husband yeah. recently. You, you know and love him as much as I do, yeah, and, yeah. and it's Great you know nice. a constant battle. Yeah. You know, but yeah, deep in our too. hearts, and I hope that guys kind of get to the stage that we do and just don't give a fuck and join up to the things Start that they talking. need to join up to. Yeah. Keep, yeah. Get talking. Get so, talking. And obviously, I'll, bringing my. I'll give you a, a drink and we can get talking anytime. <laughs> yeah, you know, they bring mindfulness into schools and things like that, which is great because that targets, yeah. um, you know, so that's great. Yeah, and they don't call it mindfulness either. Like you said, you know, there might be an, a, a, a word block where that doesn't make yeah. sense to, to, yeah. to men or to, people, to yeah. children. It's the same with meditating. Um, Aoife, yeah. my youngest, she used to meditate all the time. Now, if you call it meditating, she's not interested. But if you, you know, if you call it, you know, emptying the mind or having a quiet moment, she's she's up for it. So yeah, it, sometimes it's just she, in their language, isn't it? Really, absolutely, absolutely. So, if you had three tips for your clients, what would they be? Um, sort of be yourself. It was okay to talk, and you can change. Because a lot of people come to my class going, oh, I can't change, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do that. And you almost put your own barriers in your own way. So it's like, you know, you can't, one, you can do this. Don't get in your own way. And, you know, the, you know, everybody's awesome, really. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what, you can do this. You just need to take time, stop doubting yourself. You start explaining the brain and the way it works. It's what it does to try and keep you safe. It doesn't need to keep you safe, but it's what it tries to do. So... 
Yeah, and it's about just being themselves, bringing their whole self to everything that they do. Yeah. I've had a lot of people bring maybe a bit of themselves, or you know, it takes a while to bring everything about them, you know. Um, so just be, being themselves, really, and, and knowing that you can change and you can do things. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly feels different when you are 100% yourself. Yeah, and there's so lots of studies you... around that, isn't there? Yeah, completely. Completely. It's so... Uh... Yeah, owning your own shit's good. Oh, hi, Dean and Kerry and Rita and Melanie. Thank you for joining. Love to you all. Um, so if you were to start all over again, what would you change? I don't know if I'd change anything at the minute. I still feel like I'm a little bit... You see, you know, you watch Demographic, watch Target, and I like working with so many different people. So it kind of keeps me alive, being able to go with children, with adults, and different things like that. It gives it a sort of flexibility. But I know you should really niche in as a business. I know your niche. Um, so at some point, I know I'm going to have to do that. But it's hard, isn't it? Because I just love working with everybody. Um, and I don't know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can just niche into the work with the ADH children and things like that. But I wouldn't change anything. I still love the name. I still, you know, there's lots to come. Um, so the children's group that's going to be launching shortly is Mindful Minis. Uh, and things like that, and we're going to look at teenage groups and things as well. But it's known at some point I'm going to have to maybe niche in a little bit. But I don't want to because I love working for everybody. Oh, I'm the same. I, you know, I, I I love helping women in business, single mums especially, just because yeah, yeah. of how my life's been. But I, you know, when I get a guy that's got a brilliant idea and. You know, yeah. I just, I couldn't not kind of drive them towards getting their business goals. So I'm 100% behind that. I yeah. I understand that, you know, business and marketing and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. for me, I couldn't, I couldn't not say yes to somebody who inspired me. And I guess you're the same. Yeah, it, yeah. So what you say do it over again, I'm like, well, I'm kind of like loving the flow and where I'm at now. But I, there's got to be some future sort of focus maybe <laughs> what's the best thing about owning your own business uh, the flexibility of it um, it can be mine it's unique I can choose who I want to work with and who I don't so much to say I love working with everybody sometimes you know I had, um, had a woman come to see me and she was like I want to change I want to do this and I was like yeah we can do this and then she was like yeah but, but it's not going to work I'm not going to do it I was like right do you want to do it or don't you want to do it and uh, in the end I just knew that I could work with this person um, for various reasons and having that ability to choose who I work with and who I don't is lovely and um, flexibility over hours and different things so I can you know family life and that uh, that's awesome isn't it and it's yeah. yours so you're driven yeah. to do it yeah yeah which is great yeah I mean I've done it forever I haven't worked for somebody else for God knows how long, and you know me. Uh, it's it's such a good thing because I am not built for working for someone else. But that you know, just being able to pick and choose what you do and don't do is just invaluable. I love it, especially as a mum. You know, you just you can't beat it. So, what's the worst thing about running your own business? Um, it can be time, can't it? And technology and balance, because sometimes, you know, we do this to have more freedom and more family time, don't we? And sometimes you're like, but I need to do this and I want to do that and, and things like that. So sometimes it can eat into something that you're trying to create more of, more flexibility and things that can eat into that. 
um, and it, it, you know, you have to be on it. You have to be focused on it all the time, really. Yeah. Um, so that can, you know, be draining. Um, but you know, pros and cons and stuff like that. If you love what you do, I don't think it's a problem. Uh, you no. know, every time, every like at the minute, my course runs on a Wednesday night for the adults, and every Wednesday night, I'm like, hey, this is great. I yeah. get there and I love it. I don't dread it going no. in and getting up and doing it. So I think that's the uniqueness of it, really. Yeah, not having that Monday morning dread is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. So what does a typical day look like for you then? Oh, well, when I mean, you've got a son that gets up at five in the morning. Oh, Harris, for the love of God. Yeah, five, half five. So it does start quite early. Um, but we do yoga, meditate together in the morning, which is nice. Amen. Um, and then it's just like you know uh emails catching up posts and things like that meeting a few one-to-one clients uh, i do a lot of um visionary time so what does the future look like what what is what what is the project what do i want to bring into the business and things like that so yeah it's quite unique I take a lot of phone calls at the minute because of the launch of the study and um, other governments being interested. So, yeah, it, it's varied. I don't think it's a typical day for me, to be honest. It's, uh, it's all quite varied. Do you like it, it that way, though? I do. Yeah. I, did. I used to be a teacher before placing. Yes, I you did. This phone case raving. And uh, nine to five and ringing bells and routines uh, don't suit me. Uh, I know that. I do a lot of work around personality types and different things for coaching. It ain't me. Uh, routine is not me. Um, so this works really well because it suits me. Cause yeah. I like variety and I don't like routine. Um, I had a good... So I asked loads of different groups what questions I should ask. And one of them oh. one of them had an absolute perler, which was literally about an hour ago, which said, if you had, if you lived for the next 24 hours, which, what could you live without? Sex or food? Uh, I mean... <laughs> Oh, Jen, love you. Another good one was, what do you have in your fridge right now? Oh, sugar. Um, What I have in my fridge right now is... You said sugar. Who are you anymore? Oh, yeah. I've got a son, haven't I? I've got two girls. Um, What's in the fridge? There is a bottle of champagne, a bottle of passengers that needs to be popped shortly. I shall be there soon. Um, And quite a lot of random meats and different things like that because we're uh, I need to do batch cooking I haven't got around to doing it yet but yeah the main exciting thing in the fridge is the tattinger so it needs to get popped very soon. why have you got tattinger in the fridge what do I believe not know it or about? not Denise this is a bottle of champagne it's been- got it when Harris was born oh my goodness what is wrong it. with you I know we're saving it for a special occasion. I keep telling it to myself, there is no special occasion. Just drink the blessing. Yeah, or when you come up, we'll drink I'm it. I'm a special occasion. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the most exciting thing in the fridge at the minute. What is your favourite tipple? Um, it's vodka. I'm a vodka girl. Love vodka. I really love you sort of um, toffee and flavoured vodkas. I know you love your gins. <laughs> Marina, I, just I said, Marina just said, Marina just said, ha my 12-year-old son's really interested now because he just heard the S word. <laughs> Well, we said sugar, not shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the sex word, maybe. Oh, yeah. sex. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's also an S word, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, she'd give it up anyway. She'd give it up for yeah, food. For food. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. For twenty-four hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're back. You're back in the game. Well done, girl. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't like gin. 
So it's like flavoured vodkas and things for me. I have to say toffee or cider. You're probably the only person in the world that I've not managed to get onto gin, but... The only, the only gin I like is Harris gin. Oh, oh yeah. Right. I know, you did buy me that. a bottle and bring it back from um, Harris, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. Thanks, babe. I, I don't do gin. Oh, I love gin. So how do you relax and unwind? Uh, obviously, mindfulness and meditation for me. Um, I also just love flopping out in front of a good Netflix series, Grace and Frankie. Love flopping that. out was the most flopping awful out. description of that I've ever well, heard. You know, just like really <laughs> chilling out. Um, if I put Netflix on, it's going to be like an absolute crap thing. Like, Grace and yeah. Frankie's funny, easy going. I think we're watching that Motherland at the minute, or is it Motherhood? Uh, Don't know if I know that one. It's good, it's really funny. Um, but yeah, I like to meditate, I like to walk, I like to go out into the woods and, you know, I find it's or dodgy, but, you know, something about being outside. Not dogging. Not dogging. Outside um, and things like that. So, yeah, that's how I unwind, I suppose, go for a walk, a bit of meditation, a bit of mindfulness. What's an interesting thing that your clients wouldn't know about you? Um, hmm. Come on, Jen. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, that was a champion Highland dancer, maybe. Oh, <laughs> God, even I'd forgotten that one. Perla. So, yeah, yeah, um, things like that, maybe. Yeah. I'm quite How do you like your though. eggs in the morning? Uh, not um, fertilised. Um, <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, scrambled. Yeah, scrambled. Yeah. Good choice, good choice. Um, yeah, yeah. Right, tell me what you're working on right now. What's the new thing that's going to be coming out soon? Right, it's, it's definitely Watch Your Vision for 2020 in the group coaching. And I'm also looking at running um, some retreats. So um, quarterly retreats for those people that join me in their 2020 vision. And Where like do you that. think they'll be based? Um, probably around... I'm burping live on screen, sorry about this. Yeah, um, probably around this area um, where I live, like Rutland and things like that. Um, oh, do you love Rutland? I got married there. Love. Yeah, so I, I'm not 100% sure on that. The, the other big one that we'll be launching is Mindful Minis, which is obviously for the children. Um, and we'll get that launched and get our children groups up and running. Um, I've been doing them, I've been doing them in nurseries and things like that, but I haven't like put it on social media. I haven't got like anything that actually says this is what I'm doing. Uh, and I've had quite a few um, people, professionals that work at Childminders or work nurseries that are like, can you show me how to do this with children? So we'll probably be doing... Oh, like a mini unique, coaching course. Yeah, a unique sort of one-off, um, see how that goes, teaching them the skill sets, different things that we need to uh, to start, so they can start introducing it um, to their nursery and children. So we'll go, go like that. And but, obviously yeah. you'll be using fine surveyors to sort out all of your locations. Well, yes, absolutely. Because I... I'm really, you know, I, I love running retreats. I think it's great. I do retreat days at the minute, but somewhere that I could actually do a proper weekend or um, something like that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't know where to start, so we'll have to talk about that. You need to sign up to, we've got a free four day course that will take you a couple of hours, an hour a day. Yeah. And it starts on the 4th of November, so you need to get signed up to that because yeah, that will just. I mean, obviously, I'll help you at the time anyway, but that'll just yeah, get yeah. you all the basic information you need. That's, you know, yeah. definitely get that signed up. If you don't send an email to Claire tomorrow, I'll be telling you off. I know, I'll get that sorted. <laughs> so what's your biggest distraction at work? Um, I'm sort of a real big thinker, sort of like clouds, you know. I got, you know, you say, 
give me something and I'll have like go really blue sky like way up there and then I have to sort of come back down into like the reality of it uh, so mind's wandering a little bit but I do quite focused um, what's my biggest distraction? I think it's like Harris and like, you know, what are everybody else up to? What fun things? Because when you have to focus, sit down, actually do some like proper business stuff, I'm like, oh, I could be doing this or I could be doing that. Or... So it's probably just wanting a bit more exciting than the boring um, admin stuff. Unfortunately, at this moment, my husband oh, lost Denise. Um, I lost all signal let's add her back in looks like we lost her but as you can see i'm just about to be added back in and the podcast will continue ready there to please let's give it a minute oh we've lost these but it says it's adding her so hopefully uh she'll be back online in a second oh it's quite happened there let me just message her, make sure. So let's, so this says adding the, we've lost her, I'm adding her. I don't know if I'm going to have to hang up on this one. Oh, for you. <laughs> oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Working and drinking. I'm on the um, lovely strawberry lime cider myself, which is, tastes very good. Keep saying adding. Hey, we've got you back. So sorry, the husband rang and it just cut everything off. So I will kill him when he gets oh, home. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> sorry, I will do my mindfulness and try not to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good move to kill him. To be <laughs> sorry, what was I asking? Oh, what's your biggest distraction? Uh, just life. <laughs> yeah. Other exciting things, really. Um, I want to probably you, you want to spend. I want to spend more time with Harris and different things, and I'm not very good at like admin. And, oh, me know. either. So um, you need a Claire. Yeah, when you sit down yeah. to like admin, you're like, oh, we've got things to be doing. So that's my distraction is more, more just focus on detail. Yeah, we like to do the things, not the things. Mm, somebody's asking how we stop lives, stop calls when we're live. You know, if somebody calls. I don't us. know, but I think. <laughs> Killing your husband might be it. Because he was warned. It wasn't like he wasn't warned. So, you know, euthanasia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's your true purpose in life? Oh, true purpose. That's a deep question, Denise. It is a deep one. It didn't it's come from me. Oh, right. Can we not ask you what your deepest purpose is first? <laughs> Give me some ideas. Um, do you know what? It, But... Only since I've got older, but my true purpose in life is definitely helping people. I can't yeah. describe the joy I get from knowing that somebody is confident in understanding the lease that they've just signed yeah. up to, or they're confident in understanding that the their property that they wanted... Hi, Marina, thank you for staying on. The property that they wanted isn't right for them. Yeah. You know, that level of confidence of knowing uh, yeah. that their business is secure I just adore it I just can't yeah. describe how much I love it I love what I do I've always well, loved what me, I do yeah. for me it's very similar because um, obviously I've had various careers and things like that but um, I've always done coaching always helped people no matter what teaching or policing and things like that 
And when I can actually help somebody overcome a problem or a barrier and see that real transformation there and then for them or see them at the very beginning of the mindfulness course week one to where they are in week eight and see that absolute transformation, that is, that's it. I, I'm, I'm nailed. Helped yeah. somebody. I've got them somewhere where they want to be. Then, yeah, for me, True Purpose is very similar about helping people and helping them just be the best version of themselves and get the most out of life. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. If you won the lottery, would you still do what you do? Yeah, but I'd be doing the greatest location in the world to have fantastic location for retreats and things. Where would you go? Where would you go? Where, where would, would it be? I'd probably be? I love Thailand. Um, Me too. Somewhere out there um, with a you know, beautiful retreat um, would be ideal. Yeah. Ideal. But yeah, yeah I certainly would be off. Still doing it, but... Uh, with a more amazing location. Would you bring over English people to your Thailand retreat? Um, yeah, possibly a bit, but I want to mix it as well. I think if I won the lottery as well, I'd start doing a lot more um, charitable work. You know, I, I am really keen to work with men uh, to tackle some of the stigma, the mental health, the suicide, and different things like that. If I'd won the lottery, you'd have that freedom to go, well, actually, it's not throw some money at it, but let's see what we could do. Whereas at the minute, I'm just like, well, I know you could get charity status, I know you could probably get funding and that. I just don't know where to begin with things like that. Um, so maybe I could still do it even without winning the lottery, I just need to figure it out. Do you think the mental health stigma for men is going to change? Yeah, I think. Yeah, me too. About it. It's, it is, it's coming. It just would be, I, but I think it will change because we say it's going to change. That's what I think. Mm. I think if there's people like you and me that are so bloody minded about it and yeah. so forceful about the fact that feeling down is like having a cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, having a, a you know a, a mental health crisis is like being in a car crash. Yeah, you know, absolutely. stop. Let's stop pretending that mental health isn't the same as physical health because it is. Yeah. And I think absolutely. for as long as we have these conversations and and, yeah. and get rid of the stigma, it's yeah. I just I hope by the time like my five year old is like in his twenties and things like that, that we're not having these conversations and that suicide rate in men is dropped completely. Yeah. You know, um, and different things like that. So. Yeah, that'd be my mission. If I won the lottery, I think it's still going to be my mission before I win the lottery. I just need to figure out how. Okay, so I want to end this podcast. One, tell me anything you want to tell me before I end the podcast. Your five minutes of fame. Anything else you want? Um, How's your drink been? You know what? I'm gutted it's coming to the end. I forgot how nice it was. Um, What are you going to do with your can of wine tomorrow? I'm going to be so excited about that. Yeah. It's Friday night tomorrow, isn't it? So, Do you know what? Uh, right, in fairness yeah. to Echo Falls, because we said that we yeah. would review the drink at the same time. In fairness to Echo yeah. Falls, if I was at home, which I am at home, yeah. I wouldn't be drinking this one. But, yeah. gotta be said, on those nights when me and Jen go to an outdoor cinema and we usually yeah, drink awesome, the gins and stuff, I would take one of these. I'm okay I with this. That for camping or festivals and things like that because they don't let you take bottles into things like that now do they mm. so you would be all right with the cans yeah oh, yeah okay. but so yeah very excited it's all right that yeah and the lady that was messaging me today saying that i'm promoting alcoholism no i'm not i'm okay 
it's one drink on a Thursday you know night. What? I'll be okay. I can do it with a drink or without a drink. But it's very nice to have a drink. Well, the name I'm not doing this without alcohol came from the fact that when we were talking about the marketing of, of fine surveyors, they said you need to do a podcast. And I said, I'm not doing it without alcohol. And then that's the name of the podcast. So okay. this is this will be me every Thursday night having something in a can or a bottle or something. Don't worry, I will recycle. And we don't need to have loads, do we? Do you know what I mean? It's like just a little one. I'll <laughs> but, be all right. And we don't need alcohol to do what we do. We can do it without. No, exactly. Thing, isn't it? No, mainly need alcohol for parenting. But other than that, I'm grand. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to end all podcasts with hashtag eight mile moment. Now, okay. in the eight mile, Eminem floored everybody by shouting out his flaws before anyone else could rip him about it. Right, okay. Tell me your eight mile moment. What's the flaw? My flaws. Your flaw that nobody can get you back on. Say it loud and proud. Oh, my, my flaws are a crap admin. I'm useless to getting back to people sometimes. I do try better with my business when I do my friends, which says something maybe. True. Uh, I, uh, I like to pretend that I'm really organized and tidy. I'm so not. Uh, uh, my other half will tell you that I am pretty shit. With yeah. Cooking and cleaning, you know, but I get points for effort. Um, I am an absolute lightweight now. So this one drink, that'll be it, because I, I can't drink. I can't even stay up to midnight on your wedding. Come on. You know? Shocker. I'm shocking now. So, yeah, flaws I've got is, is around organisation, I think, um, and different things. I, I've probably got a few. Keep some As somebody who's them. known you for a good nearly 20 years, how have you managed to do this without saying dancing? Like, uh, it's just know. beyond me. I was waiting for the question around the tongue twister. Oh, I I didn't ask you about Tonka Tista. Sorry. We'll do that another night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, night, night, Ali. You've got to go and do some work. Oh, Oh, and Marina says she's off for a drink. Good girl. Well, to be fair, yeah, good on you. (sighs) Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And the podcast will be available in a couple of weeks. It has to be all verified and all that nonsense. So that will be happening. And... Next week, we will be interviewing Kim from Joe's Hair Salon. So, Jen, if you know anyone or anyone who's watching knows anyone who wants to be part of the podcast, then uh, give me a shout and we'll see when we can get you on. I know we're booked up until February now. Wow. So, that's amazing. Awesome. Yay! Awesome. Um, but, yeah, keep watching. And thank okay. you, Jen. No worries, so good. Bye. Thank you everyone for listening to our podcast today. It would be amazing if you could share it with all of your friends. And as usual, if anyone wants to be on our podcast, please send us an email at info at find-surveyors.co.uk and we will get you on as soon as possible. Thank you so much for listening today. Goodbye.